to down to down to yeah um, miffed and peeved miffed and peeved that's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad don't be miffed and peeved miffed don't be miffed and peeved I don't know I know something from the world. It's a real one. It's a real one. I don't use it. Not in your vocab? Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Good morning and welcome episode four nine three of down to dunk you can find us on clns media dailythunder.com dash radio at 5 p.m central standard time monday wednesday friday or of course anywhere you subscribe to your podcast i am luke join this morning by andrew the andrew taylor Oh, I want to dance with somebody, my hand <laughs> And Jay. <laughs> Hello. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> These are my favorites, man. Uh, Luke, what's up, man? Hey, guys. We're about to have a new guy on the Thunder. His name's Gorber. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Do we want to talk about him now Let's or wait talk about the Twitter question? That's what, that's what the people want to know. Or do we want to jump into the... I thought we could just talk some overall things. I don't want to. Real quick. It's what the people want to know. It's what the people want to know. Before we get into overall things, Steve was just in our intro. Mm -hmm. He has an autobiography. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Since when? I don't know. Someone sent that. Was it Fred that asked him those questions? I I guess. Yeah. That's strange. That's so weird. Will you read it? I will read it. I'd love to. Don't you kind of wish it's great? Is there a part of you that thinks it's a little early for an autobiography? I think this is the kickstart into his next level of thing. He's going to do a trilogy of his own life. (laughs) I think think you should. You have a different, you have a, he's got a way different perspective on his life now. Zero to 24 in 10 years. From 25 to 50 and then from 50 to 75. And what if there's some like all of them, all of them. Here's, here's why he's writing it now is because he wants to remember how pissed off he is at Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. And he just wants to make sure that he cements that. You know who he's not mad at? Paul George. He's not mad at really any of those guys because I, that's no, that's not what he does. But I would that's be not Steve. He should, he should be so mad. I tweeted that yesterday. Like he, if anybody should be mad, it should be him. Like he needs more touches. So he, uh, he does yeah. all the right things. The mm-hmm. offensive rebounds. They do not win that game. If they Without have it. an average center, if Robin Lopez was somehow put on this team, Steven Adams was put on the moon. The Thunder lose to the Mavericks. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Uh, and they've always talked about it. I mean, Paul George literally said it, which is what everybody else feels is like they take crappy shots because they know that Steven Adams can clean them up. Right. right. Isn't that crazy? That's that, such a weird. That made me so yeah. mad when he said that. But the other thing I will say about this is like the most frustrating thing about that is not that Steven just does all the little things. It's going back to what you said. Dwight Powell scores 21 points. Cool. Mm hmm. He's good. Dwight Powell is good. He is good. Period. And the Mavs, here's the deal. You can try to act, and I saw people saying this on Twitter, you can try to act like the Mavericks were trying to... They were absolutely trying to win They're not. Game. They were not tanking. They were not tanking that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they played tons of minutes for their big guys. Well, like, and they're not tanking because they were fined for tanking. $600,000. Now, $600, now we can't tank. Yeah. We have to act like we're in it. But they were... And they... And, there's a lot of layers to that Mavericks game. Uh, Mavericks have given the Thunder problems 
for as long as they've been a franchise. <laughs> True. You know, like <laughs> I'll never forget the year. I, I guess it was Kevin Durant's last year whenever the Mavericks, they played the Mavericks in the first, first round of the playoffs round, yeah. and they lost by 20 in game one. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Mavericks, and it's always a Rick Carlisle thing. Yeah. So that's part of it. And I'm not trying, like, I can find you a layer of excuses. The issue for me is Steven Adams shot the ball four times in that game. Dwight Powell scores 21 points. Fine. I would have loved to have seen, and I know it's like the antithesis of the way basketball is supposed to be played today. Um, but Steven Adams getting some touches on the post could have potentially some of those droughts that they went through yeah. some of the ways that I just think give the man the ball well, a few times. And, part and, of, and they were eating up the, po- the the pick and roll. like they, they were. were not letting him do that. Yeah, and part of the problem was that Russell was so sloppy that they couldn't, so get, couldn't get the ball to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was probably three or four passes that were supposed to go to him that just got picked off because Russ was being sloppy. You know what makes me pretty mad about this? So Steve goes four for four against the Mavs. There are a ton of games he goes eight for nine, nine for nine. You know, like he he's ju- he just can't miss. If any other player on the team hit like two or three shots in a row, they get the next two possessions. <laughs> well, you know, like no so problem. Everyone's so like think clear out. Russell Westbrook has the first quarter that he did where he was just on fire. Yeah. Right. And so that gave him the license to shoot every other shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the game, basically. Like if Mel, if that would be the same for Melo. Paul George. It's just different with perimeter guys, though. Period. So what you're telling me is but that we need to move Steven be. out. We need to move it Steven is, out though. to the perimeter. <laughs> Yeah, give him the ball. But should it should it be Point though? Steve. I mean, do we should we just accept like today? Well, Steve, you're a center, so no. Today it should it was. I mean, I'm telling you, if this was Patrick Ewing and Shaq and a different era of basketball, then they still go into out. But it's not the way they do that anymore. I yeah. just don't see the good like the other really good teams. I don't think that they would just choose to not go to a player that is playing really well. I don't think it's a or choice. incorporate more. I don't think it's a choice. I just think it's a habit. Yeah, that's probably the case. And I, I don't think he has the reputation of being as good as he is with Russ and Paul. George well, and he that. also is not going to, in a timeout, say, hey, you know, throw right. me the ball. Like right. Dwight Powell is, I've got like 100 pounds on him, throw me the ball. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to do that. And that's when they're the, not going to recognize it on their own because they don't no, think of this. It, it's happens. one of the biggest flaws in his game is that he doesn't believe he's that good. I don't know if it's that. I don't, I don't think it's that. He I sure, he sure he acts talks he like, sure acts like that. I just think it's I he sure acts like that. I think yeah. he just It's funny. We've I mean this is not a new point that we've made up, but it's his biggest flaw and his greatest asset. Mm-hmm. Is he knows what he knows his role. He knows his role. Yeah. And now what has to happen at some point is like you have to have guys that come up to him and be like, "Hey, we need you to score." Yeah. And like do it intentionally you know like, here's where i say that i don't think he thinks he's that good is that i don't i don't think he would say he's better than mellow and he's, i don't think he, he would and he say cl- it and he clearly is yeah. like it's not especially even, now mellow's so bad right it's now. not even close yeah. and it mm-hmm. hasn't been all season mm-hmm. how much better he is than mellow i mean but you, yes yes i agree i i 100 agree especially yeah. right now uh there were times this season where Melo was really like was way better. Oh, I'm not saying that Melo. Right I don't think Melo is useless. There's there's <laughs> a he, there's a narrative out there, and this is the way that yeah I did I did not Twitter. put like five Twitter questions on here because of this. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's there's a the Twitter world operates in you're awesome or you're awful, and right now 
I mean, he's definitely in between. He's not terrible. He's not. There's a lot of lineups that say that he's actually helping this team. But there's something going on. Like, it, it's odd. Like, it feels him and Russ are in a weird place. They're off. What's going on? Like, we need to get them to just kind of not do that anymore. They're off. Their body language is weird. Yeah, that's what's really throwing me off. But yeah. what I was going to say, it's kind of the point I was heading to and not really talking about Camelo, is there's really been large stretches of the season where Steven Adams was our best player. Sure. Not just better than Melo, but like, and he has oh, probably yeah. more consistently been, I mean, he's been the most consistent player on the team this year. Yes. Yeah, no question. Right now, the Thunder are seventh in the West, 36 and 27. They're a half game back of the Spurs, the Trailblazers, and a full game back of the Minnesota Timberwolves, but are tied in the loss column with the T-Wolves. They have a tremendous opportunity these next two days to make up ground. They can they what they need to do tonight. If if they want the three seed, they've got to just destroy the Suns. Sit the whole third quarter or fourth quarter. Yes. Everybody sit the fourth. And then you need to be ready to play Portland because Ugh. that's a huge game. It's a schedule loss to me already. Back to back, Phoenix, fly to Portland. Flying from I mean, Phoenix to brutal. Portland, yeah. Get but in they've got to win. Four in the they, morning. If, if they want a shot at the three seed, they've got to win these games. Yeah. Portland is good, and the Thunder struggle in Portland, and I don't think they'll win, but they need to win. Yeah. It would really prove something to me. What's hard about this is I'm going to immediately back myself out of this whenever they lose, but <laughs> it would really prove something to me about the just kind of the fortitude of this team, right? The ability for them to yeah. really engage. Like, you want to talk about having a, a switch that you flip? Um, flip pro- it. Prove it. Prove it. Flip it. Flip it already. Flip it. So it's been a hard, it's been a hard week and a half coming out of the all-star break. Uh, the Thunder are three and one, which is funny. Only lost to the Warriors, which you kind of assumed they would lose, but they lost horrifically there and then won horrifically. And so yeah. beat the Kings, the Magic, and the Mavericks, three teams that are all trying to not be very good. Uh, although the Mavericks really... Actually, all three of them kind of actually try to play basketball. And Evan Fournier, what? <laughs> like, anyway. Uh, three teams that we decided they have to w- win against. And yeah. they did. They did it. They did. And so this, there's a bright side to it somehow. It's just as a really ugly bright side. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it was Fred that coined the phrase moral loss. Moral loss, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all moral losses for sure. I, I feel so... I don't really feel bad because he just destroys trolls all day. But the amount of crazy people that jump onto his Twitter and start just railing him like he's well, this whole like well he's a freaking yankee man maybe that's it but this whole thing he did <laughs> yesterday was some guy that's talked about his thunder homerism and he's just like dude i i <laughs> fred fred just needs to just let him go no way it's let my favorite go. part of his twitter <laughs> that's true Hey guys, Jake you know what? Down Yankee. Yeah, if you could look at Royce's mentions. Ooh, I did Royce, one time. I took he just, a deep dive. He just doesn't respond. Royce Royce gets picked on. Royce is bullied. Cyberbullied. Cyber Cyber Melania Trump, look into this Royce Young thing, please. Cyberbully. That's the <laughs> cyber thing. Cyber, Anti-cyberbullying. <laughs> hey guys, we said the word well, awesome earlier. Something that I was going to transition into. An Anthem ad. Okay. Anthem is great. And I want to talk about it. They're awesome. Guys. Anthem beers, drink them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they got their their tap room located at downtown OKC. 
It is the best, and everyone needs to go there and drink their beers. <laughs> Agreed. Southwest 4th between Classen and Western. It's true. Is where it is, a, and it is great. It's a great tap room. They have, uh, they have some live events. Sometimes they'll have some musical acts. Oh, it gets so lit. There, and <laughs> sometimes it gets so lit. At our last live podcast... It was lit, baby. It got pretty, pretty lit. Got pretty lit in there. Ooh, it was indeed. And there, and there, lit. And we don't have to be there. It's a lit place, baby. They've uh, <laughs> so they've got really good beers. If you're somebody that doesn't like a real flavorful beer, like something you just like, go for their OK Pills. Oh, like, yeah. it's a great place to start. It's really, really tasty. Uh, it's like a like a fancy version of like a. Bud Light or Budweiser. That's what I was going to say is if, yeah. if you're just a dude who just sits at home and you're fine, you just want to drink Budweiser because you yeah. like that, that's fine. If Every you, now and then, go out, take a step up, hey, get let the me, champagne. Let me upgrade you to treat, the OK Pills. Yeah, maybe treat, let me upgrade you, grade you. Maybe not a, you're treat not a huge, yourself, fa- yeah. huge fan of hops. Maybe not a huge fan of stouts. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, hey, Pilsner, great. It's very good. Drinking beer. Yeah. They also at the at the uh, great drinking beer drink, drinking beer whatever you do the other ones this is different. Uh, they also have, I mean they always have special ones, but I'm telling you the Pilsner is good like that. But the Golden one is also a really easy drink too. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then they do have I think the Upper Ninety they may still have, which is a beer they used to make for the energy. I don't know if they still do that, but it's something that's really they've just got a lot of good beers. And so you may not be a huge beer advocate or something like that where you're not drinking like outrageous, you know different flavor tones, but they have great beers that any person can drink. So go. Stop screwing around. Yeah, <laughs> idiots. Yeah, do it already. Uh, before we go to TQs, I just wanted to give some overarching stats for this team. On the season, they're 12th in offense at a 106.9. Pretty nice. It sounds like a radio station. Defensive rating uh, 104.3 104.3 The the Shack The defensive rating (laughs) And net rating is a (laughs) 2.6 Ooh, it's Goob and Steve in the morning Uh, For the last 15 games though If you want to be terrified about this team Nope, you guys want to move it on I don't even want to acknowledge it. They're twentieth in net rating at a negative point nine. Yeah, you said that on either Wednesday or Monday's pod. I just want to remind everybody: defensive rating a one hundred eight point four, eighteenth in the league in defense, and then sixteenth in offense at a one hundred seven point six. Oh, so last fifteen games, not good. They've got to be better. Like, period. This team has to be better, and they can be. I think I think they can too, which is always the most frustrating thing about it, right? Like this team yeah. obviously has the ability to be good. They need Russ to be better. This Russ team, has to I think be Nikki better. K said it. This team goes as Russ goes and yeah, which is he hasn't been good for a bit. Right. And so he needs to be better. Like ideally starting tonight. And you know Dame Lillard is going to go insane tomorrow night. Yeah, the, the, the defense in particular has to be better. Everybody talks about Harden being a good post defender. Whatever the opposite of that is, that's Russell Westbrook. Yeah, you know how many how many times oh, was stop he post? Stop it! Stop it! Well, are you trying and to all, make me angry? No, I'm just. I'm he just would po- gamble on it and just Harrison he, Barnes wide open dunk. All he would do is swipe, and then Harrison Barnes would spin the other way, and then he'd go right to the bucket. And it happened 
maybe three times, but it felt like a hundred times. How are you not embarrassed by yourself? Here's the Taylor. Thing, How he, are you not embarrassed by yourself, Taylor? I am. I am. I am. When he does that against, when he gets switched on to LeBron, though, like the last time we played the Cavs, and LeBron has him in the post. Yeah, he plays so he played so patiently and so well. And actually, LeBron didn't get those things against him in the post. Mm-hmm. But it's when it's a player that Russ thinks he's better than. Yes. Yeah. They always beat him because he doesn't play the, patiently or focused. Well, it's the, so after the game, was it Tim McMahon? I don't yeah. know how to say it. Tim McMahon. Tim McMahon or Tim McManahan? Tim McMahon. He asked him the question, you know, look at your, like, you struggle against these teams. Like, what do you say to that? And Russ, yeah. like, it's the, it's like my least favorite way to respond. Well, how do we do against all the good teams? It's like, dude. Please just say, hey, we need to be better. Answer the it's question. just an arrogant way to answer the question. That's And that's the, the problem. Flex. That's the problem with this team is arrogance. Yes. And hu- utter hubris. Seriously. It's, it is a problem. Yeah. Huber. Hummus. It's a problem. Chala. I wish. I just wish that. <laughs> okay. Mute that. It's fine. I just wish. It <laughs> means God. I wish that Stephen Adams would just take over that locker room. Because I think that he has the highest basketball IQ of anybody on the team. Yeah, PP man. Well, Nick Collison. I mean, no, I think I think that he has a, the highest basketball IQ on the team. One of the reasons I will say that is watching his wired from uh, the Warriors game on Saturday night. That was great. That dude is coaching the whole game. He, I'm telling you, he's a he has a brilliant basketball mind, and I'm not sure that there's a lot. Of, and that's been a thunder problem. Period throughout this whole era the past 10 years is that they do not have a ton of high basketball IQ guys, which is, and this, I may reiterate this later because there's a TQ that deals with this. I think the thing is, is with a guy, the Carlisle to Donovan difference is significant. Sure. Mm-hmm. But the Carlisle getting his teammates to, or his players to play intelligently is what changes the game, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that when you have Yogi Ferrell and you have Wes Matthews and Dirk Nowitzki and mm-hmm. Powell and you don't even know who runs point for that. Oh, Dennis Smith. Yeah. Like you have all of these guys out there and they play within Carlisle's intelligence. Like that's that's sure. what makes its way out to the court. And so they don't yeah. make the dumb mistakes. Well, and what's tough is that Carlisle took his lumps early on in his career mm-hmm. and he wasn't always this guy. Yeah, and Billy I mean, he got fired from the Pacers. Yeah, and Billy is still in the early stages of yeah, NBA coaching. Yeah, it's bonkers coaching. to remember that. He's four years in, is that right? Yes. Is it in his fourth year? Yes, this is his fourth year. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Third Kevin year. Durant. What? Third year. Third year. Third year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's only his third year. And so... The guy's a friggin' baby. It kind of makes you <laughs> wish <laughs> that they were able to get like a really good veteran coach a little bit. Mm. Like, instead of going with Donovan, like, hey, maybe hire somebody. Maybe go get a guy like Mike D'Antoni that was available at the time. Everybody yeah, dude, talked but, about him. Yes, but D'Antoni was trash in New York. Uh, who isn't? That's true. Hmm, I don't know. Lynn Sanity, Lynn Sanity <laughs> would Jeff not Van have Gundy? happened. It's been a minute. What about a Van Gundy? That would have been. Anyway, why are we going down this yeah. path? What are you taking me to? Hey, what guys, but have, have no fear. The Thunder are he reportedly are signing Corey Brewer <sighs> once he gets through waivers. This changes oh, everything. Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at Josh 
Kraus5, who wants to know Corey Brewer's career stats slash impact sans his time with the Lakers. He wants to know about him on winning teams. I mean, there is a history there, him playing with the Houston Rockets. And if there's like anything that makes you feel okay about this signing is that teams like the Rockets wanted him on their team, Mm -hmm. right? In the past. That has happened. He can't shoot. He can't dribble. I mean, he's an offensive liability. They call him the drunken dribbler for a reason. He has one of the highest turnover percentages in the NBA. He is an alcoholic. <laughs> also <laughs> constantly drunk. No, he, but he kind of fits the mold of what the thunder would want at that position. He's got a six, nine wingspan, not six, eight <laughs> or seven or six, oh, ten. Yeah, oh, whatever's nice. next. Six nice. foot nine. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's active he smiles real good um mm-hmm. i think he's gonna work to fit the system you're right like he's switchy he's less of an offensive liability than tony allen right yes oh tony's not gonna turn it over i guess is the thought but he yeah it's close Brewer, i mean i think at least some people i wouldn't are gonna I, guard, know, I would say yes people are gonna guard cory brewer are the three-point line yes at yes. the three-point line. He Not at seven, the three-point line. 17% from... That's from this three. year, right? Like, it hasn't been great. I mean, uh, he's never been above... I mean, he was... I, early in the season, he was, I think, maybe in his high 30s. But he's been in the 20s for the last three or four years. But uh, uh, people that, are guarding Josh Hustis at the three-point line. They're going to guard Corey Brewer at the three-point line. JJ, 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 JJ. Before you go any further, would you like to look at his career stats? No, I looked him up. I know they're not good. I'm not saying they're good, but at least people are going to pay attention to the fact that he's out there. But what you really want from Corey Brewer? Nope. You don't think so? (laughs) He's a career 28% from three. Maybe not. They're just just saying. They're just saying no way. The only person it feels like they give that little attention to is a guy like Tony Allen and Andre Robertson. And they're going to do it to Corey Brewer. You think so? Oh, all right. Heck yeah. And then he's just going to, you're going to see that yeah. percentage move up to 45%. I see oh, it. yeah. This is the year, it. baby. Yeah, he's going to, he's going to Karam Butler us. He's going to shoot 45% from here <laughs> until the end of the season. And then he's going to shoot 17% in the playoffs. Yay. How dare you? <laughs> this is what Corey Brewer does, though. And I think this is why good teams would like him on their team. If, if he gets in there and starts doing his Tasmanian devil thing where he just goes crazy and there's no sense to anything he's doing. Yeah. Fast break points tend to happen. Turnovers happen. Yeah. He gets deflections. Like he just like makes things weird and crazy. Yes. He, and that's why. <laughs> that's true. That's if any if he's got a skill, it's that. And he he is a great guy on the break because he leaks out yep. and he will get layups for this team. When when the Houston Rockets came back and beat the Clippers, when was that? 2014? 13, 14? Three years ago. It was Corey Brewer and, and Josh, Josh Smith. Smith. Yeah. That I now, I'm not I, saying we should expect that, but I am saying this is why good teams want him because he just can be so weird. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not convinced that really happened. Did it <laughs> yeah, happen? We're not really sure. <laughs> it happened. Um, yeah, so he, here's what I think about here's what I think about Corey Brewer. Let me give you a real thought. And I'm I'm okay. I am the eternal optimist Homer. Like I get it. That is me. Like welcome. This is your first time listening. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if if he will do a lot of the similar things that Robertson does in the sense of cutting, which is something he can do, 
Like he can cut. Yes. Yeah. And then play passable defense. Yeah. Passable defense. I think it's a I think it's a plus. And I think I think it's a plus addition, but I also think and we talked a little bit about this through text message yesterday. 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 Uh, <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. Is the fact that I don't think Corey Brewer comes to Oklahoma City if Billy Donovan and Sam Preston didn't tell him that he's going to get pretty significant playing time. Hmm. I don't know. Here's my here's how he helps the team is if he takes Terrence Ferguson's minutes. If that's where his minutes come from, great. You're helping this team. You know he's taking Josh Houston's minutes. 100%. <laughs> if, he takes, if he takes Josh and or Anna Brinus, or he's yeah. taking or both of their minutes. If he takes their minutes, I don't think it's he terrible. helps. I agree. I, with I you. don't think that that's helping this team. But why do you expect him to take Terrence Ferguson's minutes? That's what should happen. Do you expect okay, it? so if if his if Ferguson's minutes are eliminated because of the addition of Corey Brewer, then I think it helps. I'll it's, say that it's a it's an addition by subtraction. It's kind it's of addition and subtraction. Yeah, so it's an addition, addition tradition. plus subtraction. It's tradition, <laughs> just adding a player. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but by losing, but you also lose a player. Yeah, you're also subtracting. So Ferguson should go to the G League to spend the rest of your season in the G League. Oh, I know what it is. It's subtracting a negative number from a negative number, and by it, adding a kind of negative number. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few more Twitter questions. Uh, that sounds awful. Yes, our second Corey That's Brewer centric Twitter question comes from at. Daniel Yurchenk one who wants to know, is there a chance Corey Brewer becomes a fan favorite dude hustles, takes charges and deflects passes. Yeah. The hustle stats are there. That's him. what he is. Uh, it, to me, <clears throat> it all depends on offensively what he does. <clears throat> if he's willing to just play off ball period and doesn't want to handle the ball at all then I think that he could become a fan favorite where he's, if he's just slashing and running the break and playing defense, if those are the things that he does, yeah, he will be. Is that how he going to, is that how he is going to get on Andrew Schleck's good side? Yeah. Just do the things you're good at and not the things you're bad at. Right. Don't dribble. Don't, don't try to create, just run the break, cut. That's it. Go put your arms, just flail your arms around <laughs> on defense. Yeah. And good things happen. Yeah. I think part of his problem is that his head is on backwards. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next Twitter question comes from J underscore dub underscore two five. Who wants to know who will go down as the better brewer in Thunder history? Ronnie or Corey? Has to be Corey. Please. Corey, baby. Ronnie was a zero. Yeah, Ronnie did nothing in Oklahoma City. Ronnie, nothing. you piece of trash. Nothing. <laughs> I I think it's Corey Brewer. I think, but I'm not for sure. It's gonna be. Corey hey, can Brewer's I just say something? League. Can I just say something? Of course. Yes. I try to. I try to be this optimist, right? Right, 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 right. Andrew, I yeah. need you back, man. What you you've turned yeah. you've turned you're too close to the sun man <laughs> you spent too much time with this team to give us our homerisms anymore you're more you're more on the like hey realistic and <laughs> this team's not very good train yeah. I don't really like that about you anymore yeah um, sorry like the last two pods I'm like Andrew you make me so sad Luke <laughs> may be the renowned atheist but you're a renowned <laughs> you are a renowned skeptic Andrew what happened to you. 
Are we're, you we're okay? talking about Corey Brewer. Hey, hey. Wow, man. Hey, man. Wow. The Andrew I used to know mm-hmm. would have been all in. Uh-huh. On this, Corey Brewer? Oh, really? Here, okay. I think I think you have the opportunity to talk <laughs> hey, about Luke, Corey Brewer. Luke, play the tape of whenever we sign Randy Foy. Uh... Okay. Here's Andrew. Ah, that's the greatest pickup ever. Yeah. <laughs> 142 minutes for Ronnie Brewer. He shot 26% from the field, 20% from three. That is the history of <laughs> and that's it. He buyout. Did, did not pickups. take a free throw. Yeah. I mean, these buyout guys are bought out for a reason. Right. Mostly because yeah. they're not that good. Yeah. Some of them that. And some of it is if a guy asks, like, hey, I don't want to play on the Lakers anymore. I don't want to sit on the bench while you guys sure get young and the good the good teams though can find a way to make these buyout guys i think he can be useful i think that he's joe playing for houston he's been good decent right he's been good in the limited role that he has yeah but that's just houston's system too if you can shoot houston will find a a role for you so i I think the thunder do need somebody definitely i i think it's possible that Corey brewer could come in and give a lot of similar things like you said that robertson did <clears throat> Obviously, he's not as nearly the caliber of defensive player that Robertson is. Like, not even close. And Robertson also is pretty, for all the crap we give him offensively, like, he's also a pretty good, like, he protected the ball. Like, he was pretty good. Well, he, yeah. he and he had really developed this season in particular like, at just passing and getting rid of the ball, God, <clears throat> not, holding, not holding on to the ball. And so, I think... We didn't know what we had till he was gone, you know. No, no I think no, we did though. No, no. We did this year. This year we did. I th- yeah, I mean everybody was starting to recognize, especially after missing him for that first stretch, and then, and then everybody really appreciating him, and then he goes down again. I mean it was, yeah, it was bad. But I think Brewer will help some as long as he just eliminates Ferguson's minutes. I think this team will be better for it. Period. Okay, so. Let me ask this one question for you all. No chance Corey Brewer is a starter. I mean, I wouldn't say no chance. Okay. I wouldn't say no chance. Give me a percent. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I'm probably 50-50 on it right now. Come back to me against Houston on Tuesday night of next week and just give me a high five for projecting that Corey Brewer is going to be the starter by Tuesday night. It's possible. I don't. I mean, the, the organization has never given Josh Eustis what he deserves. That's what I'm saying. There's literally nothing. I think Josh will be relegated back to the bench, and you'll see Brewer. You know, and, and some of that will make sense because I they really do want Josh to be Paul George's backup. Like they want him to play those backup minutes. Yeah, because they need a. They would like a bigger wing to come in off the bench, which could be helpful. Yeah, Houston actually has kind of picked up his offensive game a little bit in the last few games too. I mean, it's not he's not scoring. You he know, made a corner points, three. but he's hitting his shots when he shoots them. He so made that bad. corner three. Yeah, uh, I I would not be surprised yeah. to see that. Me <clears throat> and he and he fits that mold. Terrible offensive player and <laughs> like fine defensive player. The Thunder's list of like on their whiteboard in the office is like. All right, who can't play offense but can play manageable defense? Yeah, okay. they're like sign them. Yeah, they what the stat that pushed them over the edge for Corey Brewer is that he's sixteen percent from the corners this season. They're like sign them, bring them on. All right, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Sam underscore Mark underscore Kelly, who wants to know: Should Patterson start? 
He'd help our best three players to take more and better shots and promote a flowing offense. Mello is a ball stopper, which promotes selfishness and diminishes Paul George and Adams as focal points. Billy and Russ don't want to relegate a former star, but this feels needed. <clears throat> I completely see where you're coming from. Yes. And I agree that it would help this team to do but, that. But there ain't no way. No way. Happening. No way. No. I mean, if <clears throat> if Billy can't bench Mello in the fourth quarter of that Mavs game where Mello is clearly the problem on the court, there is no way he is benching him. And also, if you lose Mello... There's a chance that you lose Paul George in the process. In the locker room. I mean, he's just he's an impact player off the court as much yes. as he is. He is probably the most the impactful person in that Thunder locker room. Yeah. Do you want to piss that guy off? Do you want to lose that guy? And you've gotten him to accept like that it's okay if he only gets 10 shots some games. Kind of. Maybe he's accepting that. Some games. Still, it's still debatable because I don't know what's going on. He's Maybe pu- it's this. He's publicly accepted it. Yeah. It's just hard, like, when you watch. So the thing is. is like, how far do you want to Mello was Mello was not great at the end of the Mavs game. And no. some of that to blame on Mello. Some of it, I mean, I'm not kidding the amount of rage I had for Russell Westbrook that night. Oh, he was really bad. And he lazily switching off of Dennis Smith Jr. Dude, stay with him. Yeah. Just, just mo- they're not even setting hard screens that you can't get around or through. No, it it's was a like res- a formality. Stop screen. giving it up. Yeah, it's a respect issue with him as it always is. Oh, dude, it just—I was going bonkers because that's the only reason the, the Mavericks stayed in it in the overtime, right? Is they just Dennis Smith scored what seven or nine straight points on Melo? It's a problem. If Stop that's, lazily switching, man. If that's Patterson, then it's not—it's not as bad. Or Jeremy Grant, even. It's not as bad. Valid. Valid. But there's ways to stop that without having to just give if up Russell, a player. If Russell would fight. Just fight through it. Yeah. Take some pride but in the fact that... But that's also not the, the the message that's being sent. Switch is definitely the message. And yeah, so it is. You're right. And that's been the way they've done it all year. But it's like... So there are if Russell where, started to fight over, Mello would be confused and switch over. Then you have a wide open whoever. Yeah. And Carlisle... There's no way that Carlisle wasn't sitting in the huddle going... Oh, they're just yeah. going to keep doing this. Yeah. Keep going back to it. I mean, we've seen that with Thunder teams before. Yeah, normally too. it's Ennis Cantor kept getting switched on to like James Harden. You're like, oh, yeah. this is fun. Great. Uh, yeah. I, we had a lot it, of mellow questions as part of Twitter. It's a, it's a problem. They're not going to start Patterson, but to me, they've got to find ways to get him in the game more. He had what? 17, 18 minutes against the Mavericks. I think. Is that still too little to you? I feel like you yeah. think you want him in the yeah. 20s. It's too, he needs to be in the 20s. He's that good. Yeah. Like he helps that much to me. Like he's a good defender. He's a ball mover. Not everybody feels that way, but he does the things that the Thunder need. And he's also one of those basketball IQ guys that the Thunder, huge, yeah. I mean, he's huge, got, huge, huge. They, they need him and they need to, I think it would be better for Melo if he didn't play as much just because I think that he would have better legs come playoff time. And I think that getting Patterson more involved will help this team. Stop <laughs> ball mover. Let's move to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it goes, it's from Matt, the underscore Sternlicht. Wow. Who wants to know, let's say you've never watched basketball prior to this season and had no idea who any of these players were. What would you think about Carmelo Anthony and the rest of the key players? 
If I've watched the whole season? No, you've never. Oh, yes. Just this season, though. You don't know anything about it beforehand. I would would think that Russell and Paul are ridiculous. And that Melo is a role player. Yeah. Yeah. I think his point is we give Melo so much more was based on who he is. And he's earned all of all of the things like right. he has been that good in his career and he has he has struggled no doubt but he is in a new role and i, I don't know i i feel i know that he's not been what we had hoped he would be but i still think people are too hard on him i agree and i think too part of the reason that oh that was a really weak high five that's me and andrew high-fiving because for the first time in a while i felt like he's back on our team (laughs) welcome back to the thunder baby um what was i saying (laughs) no idea but (laughs) people (laughs) the thunder aren't as good as we thought they would be and everyone's looking for a scapegoat and it's mellow is the easy target and it changes every single game but i'm telling you right now russell westbrook is the reason they played like crap and he was the reason they play like crap against Orlando. And he's the reason they play like crap against the Kings. Wow, that Agreed. was cool. That was like in a song where you go from singing to rapping. There's yeah. a point. So wow. you can, and, and if, you wanna, if you want to, if you want to blame, if you want to blame Billy Donovan, okay, <laughs> fine. Sure. That's an easy one. Yeah. But the thing is, is if you are the alpha on the team, right? The responsibility lies with you. That's right. It's because we, they've tried so hard and they've, they got so far, but in the end, it doesn't even doesn't matter. Really matter. Now, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Watson Paul two four, who wants to know who should be in the closing lineup. Billy likes Felton down the stretch, even though Houston and Abrinas have better numbers. So I'm fairly positive. The only reason Felton closed the game against the Mavericks is the guard. It was the only reason is the guard JJ Barea. Yeah, it's like, hey, they look similar to Manchester. Go out there and guard each other. Yeah, and it worked. It was God, a matchup. Like thing. he stopped JJ for a while because JJ was killing them when Abrinas was on the floor. Yeah, he, it's and he the way he plays defense too. He gets right up into JJ Bray, and JJ Bray is probably just thinking like, man, this guy's so close. It's like he's crawling in my skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't have any problem with Felton being a part of the closing lineup. I think that he has been fine and he can shoot it and mm-hmm. he can defend some guys. So I'm, I'm fine with that. I'd wish they would try Josh as a part of the closing lineup, which they haven't really done. They've done, they've put Jeremy Grant out there a bunch and mm-hmm. it hasn't really been that successful. Um, but I would like to see them try just the starting lineup or the starting lineup minus mellow and add in Patrick Patterson. That's, that's the kind of thing that I would like to see. Uh, I think that we will see Corey Brewer closing a lot of games with this team. I do. I don't know if that will be good or bad. I have no idea, but I think that we'll see it because they've been searching for that fifth guy. And I don't think Corey Brewer is the answer to that question. He is though, but I think that he will, you be wait, the, buddy, I, but I think he is, but I think he's the answer to the question. <laughs> In Billy's mind. He is the answer. <laughs> so that's the question. So I think Corey signs sometimes this afternoon, right? I'm not sure. I don't know when he clears waivers at noon or something like it that. It will happen today. Does he play tonight? Like, is he on the floor tonight? I think it's, I guess it's possible. Yeah. I just saw, I'm like, not really sure. Tampering. Irsan Ilyasova was on the bench for the Sixers last night. Yeah, he played. 
Did he? Mm-hmm. Ilya Sova is still traveling hey, around pa- three times a year. <laughs> I know. Can we Getting pause? Traded. Can we pause for a second and just talk about LeBron James? Oh, dude, don't even. I just, when I think about LeBron, I want to run away and never say goodbye. Totally accidental. Yeah. Like, he did not obviously mean to throw it between Tristan Thompson's leg. Maybe he did. But that behind the back pass through Tristan Thompson's legs for a layup the best play of the season, which just followed James Harden murdering Wesley Johnson on live yeah. television. I mean, you're right, Andrew. You can't say that he didn't mean to do it <laughs> with LeBron. Know, it's I like, know. We say he didn't, he but did. sorry. I don't know why I went that It direction. was amazing. That was incre- incredible. It was amazing. All right. Yeah. Hey, do you guys. think, do you think uh, these LeBron things tend to happen right after someone else is getting buzzed in the league? Do you yeah. think he does them on purpose? I think so. Yeah, but they lost. They did. Uh, they, they, lost, they have not been very good coming out of the all-star break. Mm-mm. I feel like the Cavs and the Thunder are like, they just parallel each other. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Except the Thunder have actually won games. I know. The, uh, See, bright side, man. They lose all these games earlier. Now they're just winning the Seriously, we <laughs> talk about improvement. <laughs> but they, they would have lost these games. They Seriously, they would have lost these games earlier this yeah, season. Absolutely. They would mm-hmm. have. Guys, the James Harden thing from the other night was the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen on a basketball court. Without a doubt of the last five years that I've seen. What about Giannis jumping over? Nope. No, this is worse. Because he he just looked at him. He stared at him like for like three seconds and then shot the ball and made it. And he was an, he's awful, an awful person. Yeah. The LA fans, (laughs) the LA fans were all just like, Oh my god! Yeah, like what do you do? <laughs> oh my god! Also, were you guys surprised that it happened to Wesley? Jo- no, Johnson's like, yeah, that Wesley, happens to Wesley. Here, Johnson. The <laughs> ultimate move would have been the Clippers waving Wes Johnson after yeah. the game. Like, <laughs> you, you see a and tweet the, from Woj that says Wesley Johnson has wave. been placed on wafers. <laughs> and the Thunder sign him. All right, guys, probably better. They would have probably better him. than Corey Brewer. He is Corey Brewer. Let's be real. They're He's like better the than same Corey person. Brewer. Yeah, drafted by the Wolves, high in the lottery. Completely disappointing. Was Wesley Backwards Johnson head, can't fourth shoot. overall. Wes Johnson, yeah, he was picked right before Boogie. Wow. Ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Guys, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes so from at was. Pepsi United. He wants to know, are you guys a little afraid that we won't even make the playoffs? I, I guess I should be, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm maybe not like either. 10% afraid. I think I think the Western Conference is so unique right now with this many teams fighting for it. Uh, yeah. It just makes it so we're like everybody's paying attention to the standings every single day, and that's going to make this next two months miserable hell for you. So <laughs> just calm down. I think this Thunder team is going to make the playoffs now, seeding-wise. Yeah. Like, but the thing is, is it's probably a crapshoot. Like nobody, I still don't know who's going to be the one seed or the two seed. And nobody's going to be. Yeah, able but to, you know who you know they'll. It be will in some be those order too. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, we but, don't but, know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, so either way, your second round game is against the the Warriors or the Rockets. Yeah, you just don't know. Like nobody yeah. is going to be that good at positioning towards the end of the season, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I, a there's a hundred different outcomes. Yeah. So happen. suppose what you want to do is you want to get a first round home playoff, uh, right? <laughs> you want Sorry. the three. You want to no, get to three. You want the three. <laughs> I think it'll end up being the Warriors at one. I don't know if the Rockets will ever lose again. <laughs> they will. I don't think they will. I don't believe that they will. <laughs> they Show will. me they will. 
Yeah. All right. Guys, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Mind Knight Ross, who wants to know what real life events have similar emotional responses as the Thunder wins, like on Wednesday night. I have one. Okay. Um, it's when it's when I like wake up or I'm running late to something that I have to be there on time for work mm-hmm. something. Now I know. Let me finish. And then I uh, and I'm I'm really stressed out. And I get there and I walk in the door right on time, and no one celebrates or says like "Good job, you got here on time." It's just because. That's just what it was supposed to be. So the reward, there's no payoff for the amount of stress that w- had come before it. Yeah. And that's what it was because I just did what I – so since I realized that there's no reward, now I just show up late to places. That's why I'm late here yeah. every day. That's why I'm late to every – late. <laughs> that's why I'm late to every single place I go to. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what it. I think that's what it feels like. There's so much stress. You win, and it's like okay. I, I can't explain to you my feelings during these games. Yeah, like it's a mix of rage, disappointment. Like I just sit there. This is where it's like I hate this argument, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go back to it. But not fun. <laughs> but I was like, I felt like my blood pressure rising, and I'm mad because all I want to do is just like to stop the negative. Like I, I listen to podcasts, or I'm yeah. feeling all these things, and it's just like. Just go blow the doors off of Dallas, and they play really well for the first half. And yeah. then it's like, yeah, they were good. Here it comes. So, there it goes. Okay, and just yeah, they were they were good. So it's like going to like <clears throat> like going to the DHS like courtrooms where you just sit there and you're just like everything feels awkward and awful. Like that's mm-hmm. how it felt for mm-hmm. me the whole second half against the Mavericks. Like I don't know any other way to define it. And thank you for continuing to prove our point um, that it's not based on record, whether if something is, uh, is fun or not. Fixing my refrigerator is probably <laughs> what I would <laughs> Fixing say. Fixing your refrigerator. Yeah. Cause it, because problems. it's like, Oh man, like if I don't get this fixed, like we cannot live a normal right. life. Right. And so, and then you get it fixed. <laughs> That's if we don't get this fixed, we can't live a normal life. Like that literally is how I feel with the thunder. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it. So, <laughs> but then when you get it fixed, like you don't, all you get is you don't get like a big reward, right? Like you just have a refrigerator, it, right? And it acts like it's supposed and it to. It just does what it's supposed to yes. do. Like I don't get like a laser lights on it now, or like a fog <laughs> machine that it comes like whenever I open it up. There's no. It's just or you don't get any social media like recognition for fixing your. Yeah. You get nothing. I get nothing. No, everybody's like, yeah, this is the Thunder team we thought they'd always be. It's yeah. like, oh, this is the refrigerator that was a refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is now a refrigerator again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just love talking about appliances. Man, you it, talk about appliances. It is, it's so like much. 25% of your life. It dominated yeah. my 2017. There's no doubt. A year of appliance. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. All right, let's move to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Johnny Ho 34 who wants to know, would you trade the two Golden State Warriors wins and a Houston win for three more total wins on the season to date? So we'd be 39 and 24 in third place, but zero and four against the best two teams. This is really, this is the best question. That not to mention, finish it. Not to mention, you miss out on those three games that were so 
fun? It's a great question. It's a seriously a great it question. It is a good question. Because do you feel better about this team knowing that they can beat good teams? Or like if they just if they have the three seed locked up, their record still isn't you're still ten games away from the Warriors and the Rockets. Like you're not anywhere close to where they're at. Like you're just cemented as this team that's like, yeah, like they're pretty good. Like the Thunder are pretty good. Isn't this isn't this why we're not afraid of them not making the playoffs because we've seen what they can do to good teams? They're capable of being very, very good. Yeah, this and, is, and they we've seen it. The old question, is it better to have loved than lost mm, than, than never, never to have loved, loved before? The comparison to me is... <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> not going to comment on it that. It kind of is that, though. It is that. It is that. The comparison to me is the 2016 Thunder before the, Kevin Durant's last season. Who? They remember they didn't beat any good teams. <laughs> good, good job. No, yeah, they were awful. Remember they couldn't beat the Spurs. They got nope. They lost to the Warriors. They couldn't beat any good teams, but they were the solidly the three seed. Yep. And people didn't believe in anything they could do in the playoffs. But then they end up being great, obviously. But this is the opposite of that, though. This is the opposite. Yeah. They beat all the good teams. They can't. That other team took care of business against bad teams. This team does not, but they can be good teams. It's it's a very this so, bizarro 2016. Looking, looking back, that Warriors win, or excuse me, the Raptors win in December may be one of the better wins because the Raptors are really freaking. The good. Raptors are good. Yeah, it was on a second night of a back to back for the Raps. <laughs> but yeah, still, but they, but they won the game before by like seventy five points, and so their team like nobody played. Okay, here I have a question for you. I just made that up. I yeah. think that's real. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. I'm gonna, I don't, I'm gonna I don't remember. You. I have a question for you, Jay. If somehow, let's say it ended up being the finals this year, and it was Thunder Raptors. <laughs> if we beat the Raptors in the finals, would you feel like, oh my? God, that was incredible. I was so afraid that the Raptors were going to win. No, no. You'd hunter, yeah. No. But what would be the better moment is if, uh, never mind, OG hit like a game-winning shot. In game what? Seven. Why is that a better moment? <laughs> OG and Serge Ibaka just go off. Head would just is, literally explode. Yeah. Why, do you, why are these better moments? Why do you want Andrew's head to explode? I would lose my mind. Lose his mind. All right, hmm. guys, <laughs> let's move on like? to our next Twitter question. It comes from at... The Alistair Hogg, who says last night Adams credited Rick Carlisle with making great in-game adjustments, which troubled them. Is this an indictment of Billy as a coach? Shouldn't OKC be able to counter any adjustments? He I'm, was not trying to diss Billy. No, 100% not doing that. He was just trying to give credit to Rick Carlisle. And not the players. Yeah. It's, I mean, shouldn't OKC be able to counter that? I mean, I don't know. In-game adjustments during regular season games are tough. And it's also, I think Billy's good at it as a series goes along. Like, he's good at making adjustments. But I wouldn't say that Billy's, like, the best in-game guy. So, it's not. And that's, like, every coach has their skill. Like, every coach is good at something. (laughs) I feel like Billy has been good at coaching a playoff series. Um, And he's good at knowing his entire roster and knowing what he can get out of certain guys. But uh, he's not the best. He's not the best at like counter adjustments in game. And, yeah. Car- and Carlisle's just, he's very, very good. And it's a shame that they haven't had a good team for him in a long time. Because I think the Mavs, like if they had good players, they could do some damage. Yeah. They could sneak up. They could sneak up and do some D. <laughs> 
All right. Let's go to our enjoyable TQs. Let's go to our enjoyable TQs. The first comes from at the underscore slug underscore life. Who wants to know what would be your perfect fast food meals? Pick a main entree, a side, and a drink from any combination of fast food restaurants. For example, Chick-fil-A sandwich, Wendy's fries, McDonald's Coke, etc. Who wants to start us? Why are you guys so silent? Uh, go okay. ahead. I'll go. Yeah, go. Uh, Whataburger patty melt with the oh. creamy pepper sauce on the side. And then I'm getting two bean burritos from Bueno as my side. Yeah. And then I'm getting that. a lemonade from Chick-fil-A. I don't think those things pair well together. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. No, it does. No, none of them do. All right. But is good. <laughs> but is good. Now, is there? Let me throw another one. Is there a dessert option out there from a? Oh, we could. I'm not a dessert man. You're not a dessert man. Not really. Why? I'm into the savories, and then, and then I eat so much food that I can't. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever leave room for dessert. <laughs> me neither. All right, Luke. What's yours, man? <laughs> okay, I'm not ready for this, so I don't know. Okay, then I'm gonna why go. Why are you going now? My side. <laughs> My side. Because I was thinking, like, they have to pair well together, but now I realize they do not. They don't. They don't. <laughs> My side, Wendy's Chili. My, <laughs> my so main, oh. my main Chick-fil-A sandwich with pepper jack cheese and Ooh. bacon. Oh, you are blowing it up, baby. <laughs> my drink, I'm probably going to go Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yeah. Because normally, see, I'm a water guy now. Me too. Me too. But doesn't it feel too sweet to you now that that you're? Oh, I haven't. Guy? I haven't had it in a year and a half. It's too sweet. I I'm wish your drink. You. I wish your drink was. You got to go half and half. I miss it. I wish your drink was a hot venti coffee. Actually, from actually, actually, if I'm going, if I'm going all the way for it, I'm going to go something from Jamba Juice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I would go spicy chicken sandwich. Hold the pickles. Okay. Uh, you don't do cheese on it. Hold the pee. No, man, no I cheese. do. I throw some pepper jack on that, some bacon. It's probably good. Uh, I'm. I still can't. Like, what pairs better than the waffle fries from Chick Fil A? Oh, come! You gotta. You're just literally about to order a whole Chick Fil A meal. No, I know. No, I know no, what no, you no, mean. No, no, but let's no, just no, do something no. else. <laughs> Taylor. Okay. <laughs> I'll go McDonald's fries then. Okay. They're good. But I want the waffle fries. Nope, not doing it. Not pe- going into the peer oh, pressure. Give me the, give me the, just give me the dang waffle fries. And then I'm going, uh, Brahms chocolate malt. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's good. Ooh, that's real good. Yeah. Okay. So mine, because I'm going to be different. Uh, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich from Whataburger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. So good. That's my main. My side, I would like a sausage egg McMuffin. <laughs> 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 they do serve breakfast all day 24 now. hours yeah you're good you, that works and now that you threw the the malt in there man i'm gonna mm. go just a butter pecan malt for my drink butter pecan malt i'm an old man dude i'm changing wow. i'm changing my drink no nope. i want nope you had one chance from pops the dr pepper with real cane sugar it's unbelievable. Talk yeah. about sweet. Actually, that doesn't count as fast yeah, food. Sweet. I, I have like, I have one of those bottles in my refrigerator, and I'm going to save it for you for when you come over to lunch. It's so good. I but I I don't drink pop anymore. I'm going to let you have. I, it. I'll probably be so like 
I'll feel so bad afterwards. I'm gonna let you. Yeah, you have a stomachache for days. All right, all right. Our next Twitter question (laughs) comes from at Al Baby Cakes, contributor to our Wednesday podcasts, who says death is inevitable. Thoughts? Is it? Um, I looked up death in the dictionary. And uh, <laughs> no, I said, I said, Webster defines death as well. I did what is death, and you know how they give like uh, a sentence to help you to put it into context. Well, the, the sentence to help you understand death is, I don't believe in life after death. And then the next one, the state of being dead is, even in death, she was beautiful. What's a we could use some context on that one. And yeah, with the first one not okay. who is who is the person writing this thing? Webster. Well Webster himself <laughs> is a renowned atheist. Well <laughs> Well just like Luke. Just like me. I don't know how that began. Hey guys, I have one final question for you. And it is Are you miffed? Are you peeved? Before we go there, I'm oh, yeah. that you forgot about Oklahoma Shirt Company. Uh, I know. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, guys, <laughs> they're great. And guess what? $10 a month, if you give them that, they will give you something in return, which is a monthly shirt. That's right. Oklahoma-themed. You want new clothes every month, but you don't want to go shopping? You're going to get a good shirt every month. Boom. Right at your doorstep. Boom. So good. Shirt. For your body. And it'll be pretty cool. Also, if you have an organization or a school or a church or something that needs T-shirts printed, this is your place. T-shirts, jerseys, hats, sweatshirts, anything that you would like printed on. Go to Oklahoma Shirt Company. They have people on staff that can design something for you. So if you just have an idea, take it to them and they will make it a reality. Go check out Oklahoma Shirt Company. Support the people that support us. And to use Oklahoma Shirt Company. That's right. And are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. Are you? Uh, so, <laughs> I was, Amy and I were going on a uh, Tuesday night date. Ooh. Sexy night. And then I find out that my kid's toilet will not flush. I'll tell you why. Another appliance. Is a toilet an appliance? No. No. It's. Oh. No. No. What is it? It's a toilet. It's a toilet. Kids what? use too much toilet paper. It's not the toilet paper. There's something in there that I cannot. There's like a. Uh-oh. Like a toy or something. Or a turd. A big it's definitely turd. not. I have. I have. I've used a lot of different things. Really? So there's there's like I a can't. there's like an action figure in there just blocking everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> back a, toilet paper. There's like a ninja turtle in there yeah. that is <laughs> keeping all the poop clogged up in there. No, I'm trying I'm doing I've done like a hundred different things and I just don't want to call a plumber. Have you snake mm. have you snaked it? You know you can get your own snakes. I have Ooh, two of them. Nice. Yeah. I have like an extra long one and then I have the regular and it really? nothing's happening. You know, they can, send, they can send down a little thing that has like a little blade at the end and it just cuts through anything. In it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to try to make my own. <laughs> Man, I'm with you. I, I can never get myself. Like, I need an electrician right now. 
and I'm telling you, I'm YouTubing how to be an electrician because mm-hmm. there's no way I'm tell I'm I'm paying someone to do that. What do you need it? For? I will. Huh? What's your, your house? My new my new workspace is that the end of your miffed and pe- murfed and perfed. Yeah, to be continued. I'll let you guys know. What <laughs> okay, thank you. And a toilet's a utility. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's day, not a utility. Okay. Here's why it's, a, I was, it's a fixture. Here's why. Oh, okay, here's why fixture. I was miffed. Is that the babysitter gets there? Great. I'm like just deep in this toilet mess. Like when the babysitter gets there, and I'm just like, we're supposed Ugh. to be leaving right now. It's like, golly, toilet. Where'd you, you go? You have a suit on. <laughs> your, your ties. I did have to change clothes. You had a poopy suit. It wasn't poopy, but it was next. <laughs> I uh, I moved workspaces this week, and the thing that what's, your, me what's the address of the new workspace? Yeah, well, the, it's not retail, so it doesn't really help anyone to know. I was just going to see if you would say it on here, so people could go come see. To you. be honest, I don't even know what the <laughs> new one is anyway. Um, but anyway, the problem with moving is it doesn't matter how many times you move, we never remember how long it takes or how much work it actually oh, is. Agree awful. or disagree? Agree. But it's like we never learn. So we never give ourselves enough time. Do you always feel like you're rushing and moving running around? Is, moving. moving is terrible. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. It sucks. It just really sucks. And for two days, I was just tired and miserable. Jay, how do you feel about uh, poopy suits? <laughs> uh, uh, what? Uh, Luke, oh, wow. are you miffed? Um, I, I'm just miffed that I live by a train because I, <laughs> because it, I, like I schedule my life to yeah. get to certain places and leave my house at a certain time and I hit the train. And the train screws it up. I hit the train probably, you know, 20% of the time and it sucks. It's, it, 20% is not high. That is, that is a, an accurate I say twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. I really. I almost said twenty five. I said oh, that's too much. That's a that's lot of awful. times. Because it, it's and you never know how long the train's gonna be. And there's some long trains out there, and there's some slow trains out there. And yesterday I hit a slow one. It, just, just hardly chugging along. Yeah, what's up with that? What is up with the slow trains? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're stopping because you know they have to start stopping like a mile or two miles ahead of where they actually have to stop because there's so much weight and cargo and like how long the train it's amazing is. we still use trains it is man that technology ahead of its time when it came uh, out okay i'm also miffed about this you know how we're adding the streetcar downtown yeah we yeah do not need that downtown no be- no <laughs> one is going to use that it will be one of those things that you take a date on because it's like like a novelty it's like oh hey Dude, it's we dumb just- we can't pay our teachers in oklahoma and and but we're putting in a streetcar if it would run like further out if it would run out to like, I don't know, several miles away from downtown, uh, that, then people might use it. But know. it doesn't go far. It doesn't go far enough for anyone to use it. It just, goes, use around it. It just goes around downtown. Right. No one's going to. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like the canal and the boat on the canal. Right. It's going to be that, but it's but it's a connect, but it's a boat on the street. Yeah. It's just it's just so that we have it. Right. It's so dumb. It's dumb. I'm a little more optimistic about the uh, possibilities. Like we're already a big league city. That's right. We don't need a, tr- a streetcar. Get out Who of are we trying cars. to prove ourselves to, huh? Who are we trying to prove? Really? <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Thank you.
so we're walking.